0: Chapter Eighteen of Divine Healing by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. Sin and Sickness. The prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up, and if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another, that ye may be healed. James five fifteen and sixteen here as in other scriptures the pardon of sins and the healing of sickness are closely united james declares that pardon of sins will be granted with the healing and for this reason he desires to see confession of sin accompany the prayer which claims healing we know that confession of sin is indispensable to obtain from god the pardon of sin it is not less so to obtain healing unconfessed sin presents an obstacle to the prayer of faith in any case the sickness may soon reappear and for this reason the first care of a physician when he is called to treat a patient is to diagnose the cause of the disease if he succeeds he stands a better chance to combat it our god also goes back to the primary cause of all sickness that is sin it is their part to confess and gods to grant the pardon which removes this first cause so that healing can take place in seeking for healing by means of earthly remedies the first thing to do is to find a clever physician and then to follow his prescriptions exactly but in having recourse to the prayer of faith it is needful to fix our eyes above all upon the lord and to ascertain how we stand with him james therefore points out to us a condition which is essential to the recovery of our health namely that we confess and forsake sin sickness is a consequence of sin it is because of sin that god permits it it is in order to show us our faults to chasten us and purifies from them sickness is therefore a visible sign of god's judgment upon sin it is not that the one who is sick is necessarily a greater sinner than another who is in health on the contrary it is often the most holy among the children of god whom he chastens as we see from the example of job neither is it always to check some fault which we can easily determine it is especially to draw the attention of the sick one to that which remains in him of the egotism of the old man and of all which hinders him from a life entirely consecrated to his god the first step which the sick one has to take in the path of divine healing will be, therefore, to let the Holy Spirit of God probe his heart and convince him of sin. After which will come also humiliation, decision to break with sin, and confession. To confess our sins is to lay them down as Achan did before God, Joshua seven twenty three, to subject them to his judgment with the fixed purpose to fall into them no more. A sincere confession will be followed by a new assurance of pardon. If he has committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. When we have confessed our sins, we must receive also the promised pardon, believing that God gives it in very deed. Faith in God's pardon is often vague in the child of God. Either he is uncertain or he returns to old impressions to the time when he first received pardon while the pardon which he now receives with confidence in answer to the prayer of faith will bring him new life and strength the soul then rests under the efficacy of the blood of christ receives from the holy spirit the certainty of the pardon of sin and that therefore nothing remains to hinder the savior from filling him with his love and with his grace god's pardon brings with it a divine life which acts powerfully upon him who receives it when the soul has consented to make a sincere confession and has obtained pardon it is ready to lay hold of the promise of god it is no longer difficult to believe that the lord will raise up his sick one it is when we keep far from god that it is difficult to believe confession and pardon bring us quite near to him as soon as the cause of the sickness has been removed the sickness itself can be arrested now it is easy for the sick one to believe that if the lord necessarily subjected the body to the chastisement of the sins committed he also wills that the sin being pardoned this same body should receive the grace which manifests his love his presence is revealed a ray of life of his divine life comes to quicken the body and the sick one proves that as soon as he is no longer separated from the lord the prayer of faith does save the sick End of chapter 18